Welcome to Shorts with Jill and Tara, a bite-sized podcast that blends business and fashion to bring you practical tips and strategies in a shorter format than a typical podcast. I'm Jill, and I've spent my career advising, starting, and running businesses. I'm Tara, a family therapist turned fashion stylist and a digital creator. Hi, Tara. Good morning, Jill. How are you doing? I'm good. I I think it might be time for a yellow bag update. Can you provide an update, please, for our listeners? Yes. First of all, I have never gotten so many compliments on a bag. And a few of people, a few of you who know knew that I had gotten the bag, I've gotten emails and texts saying, we're so happy you got the bag. So thank you. But the best part about this yellow bag is you could wear it cross body. So when I've been traveling, it's so chic with every outfit and it's not so big that it looks weird cross body, but probably almost every day, somebody says to me, oh my God, I love that bag. I was going to get that bag. Should I get that bag? And my answer is yes. That's so funny. Is it the only bag you brought on your trip with you? Well, no, because (laughs) (laughs) so because I'm here for three weeks, I actually shipped a suitcase here. You did not. I did because this is why, Jill. I know. I almost didn't want to tell you. But We went to Sonoma first, and I really didn't want to have to bring all of the clothes there because it was a short little trip, so it would be like bringing a lot. So I shipped a suitcase here, and I did bring some other bags because when you go out at night, you know, you kind of have to have a clutch. So I only brought two other bags, Um, but (laughs) I know it sounds like a lot, but think about being somewhere for like three and a half weeks. You need a clothes. And you can't fit that all in one little suitcase. True, true, Tara. These are <laughs> these are very big problems to solve. Yeah. So would you say that the yellow bag is now part of your brand identity? <laughs> I think it definitely has become part of my brand identity. I mean, I'm really happy with it. I didn't even know I'd be this happy. But, it, you know, when you buy something and it just works with everything, it's a win. It was meant to be. It was meant Karma. To be. Definitely. And, and I talked about it for way too long and thought about it for way too long. But, um, but that's how I operate. And then I'm really happy. So I have no regrets. So now, will you wear it in the fall? Yes, I think I could definitely wear it in the fall. I think, you know, with all of like the knits and everything that's coming, I think it'd be cute, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So today we are going to talk about refreshing your brand identity, when to do it, whether to do it, um, maybe what is it. And why don't we just start with you, Tara, because you mentioned that recently somebody asked for your press kit and you realized that maybe it needs a little bit of a facelift, a little bit of a refresher. It does. I Yesterday, a jewelry company here in LA asked for it. Um, and then I went to go look at it. Jill actually helped me design it. And I said, Ooh, it's a little, I think it was like winter or fall. So I need to definitely update it, which made me think to ask you, Jill, you know, we're coming into fall. Um, should we refresh our brand identity? Meaning 
do you like I know we've talked about it before but is it a good idea to change your logo to change things up starting you know in the fall or a new year what do you think so I think a really good logo is it should not be seasonal it's not something that would change with the with you know the weather or the time of year, the logo itself and your brand, like the key branding elements. And I'm not, I am not a designer at all, but I've just like worked with a lot of designers and I also managed a lot of different brands. And so um, it's, you should definitely talk to a designer about it, but a good logo should be pretty evergreen. And uh, that also goes for your typeface, you know, your colors. Some of the colors could be a little bit seasonal, but in general, I think a, like a really good branding treatment is evergreen. Now, it, for you, it doesn't, you know, it means that it's a little different. Like for you, your logo and your typeface might stay the same, but like maybe the photographs that you're using to showcase who you are and your work those would change seasonally because obviously you don't want to show someone like sweaters in summer. Um, so it has to make sense given the time of year, but the actual, what I think of as brand identity is really that like the logo typeface, the the colors that you use on your website or on your Instagram account or on any printed materials. Um, those should be really evergreen. Now it doesn't mean that you don't want to like switch it up once in a while because I feel like as soon as it starts to look old, and by old, I just mean dated. Um, and as soon as you see perhaps competitors coming out with cooler, more interesting logos, then I think it's a good time to evaluate whether your logo and your brand identity is really hitting the mark. Um, but that shouldn't be every year or every month. Like That should be in five-year increments kind of thing. And what do you think about website updating? How often do people typically update their website or do they update it at all? Well, I think what you're asking is updating like the color schemes and the design of the website versus actually update. I mean, you update it every week when you put your blog on there, photos, whatever. But, um, you know, again, like I think that's something that happens once every few years, like a major design overhaul, or maybe every five years, it really depends a little bit on your business and a little bit on like what the investment is to make that change. Cause that could be a big change. But I mean, your like, if I just take your website, so terrawestfashion.com, that website, like, I feel like you've had a similar look and feel for a little while. And I think it still is really a really, really strong website. And I would not change the theme of it. And so I think it actually has lasted really well because I think you stuck to, you know, very kind of like classic um, colors and fonts that are not, they weren't fads or, you know, big trends. And I think they also reflect kind of who you are. So it was a very good branding identity to start off with. Thank you. Well, I know, I, I know, like, particularly sometimes I'll see, I'll go to somebody's website or, and I'll see that they did make a change or a makeover. And it does take you a minute to kind of reconnect, but it's not a bad thing. It's just, it takes a minute because you're so used to seeing. And I think that's kind of what you're saying is consistency is key, right? Especially with a logo and stuff, because people, that's how they know you. And that's how they recognize your, your brand. Yeah. For example, I think Martha Stewart just launched a new website and it is 
really different um, from her old one. I just happened to know what her old one looked like because I was researching it for a client of mine. Um, and the new one is quite different. And it's almost like there's less stuff on it. Like it just feels less cluttered, but I'm sure there's still as much stuff. It's just, it's probably a better navigation experience than the old one was. And it's a different look and feel. Um, but I also feel like websites in particular are moving more to almost being like your company brochure and less detailed. Like it's, you, as we've talked about in a previous episode, like you really don't need to have everything everywhere, like everything in your website. It's more of a brochure. It feels like companies are moving more towards less is more. Mm-hmm. So interesting. So when uh, you work with brands or um, companies, do you do like an overview of all of these things and you give your opinion like your your logo doesn't match your website or you need more consistency it needs to tell a better story do you do that with the people you work with I mean not as a rule I think it it where I start my work always is what are the business objectives of the client and then let's figure out how to help meet those objectives and so if branding and look and feel is one of those things that happens to be a top priority based on feedback from the market. So it's definitely not going to be me coming in or, you know, the founder's mother coming in and saying, I don't like your logo. It's, it's definitely got to be like, no, we're hearing from the market that your site looks outdated or whatever it is. Um, Then we would focus on that, but it has to kind of line up with the priorities of the business. We would never just like make the changes just because we thought it looked meh. Um, and you know, most, most companies, you know, think are pretty thoughtful about how to spend their money. Um, and so if it's a priority, it's a priority, but it might be something different. I might spend time doing something completely different. That's higher up and they may have a terrible website, but it may be just not the top priority at that time. That makes sense. Definitely. Well, thank you. So those are my thoughts. Yeah. On brand identity. (laughs) (laughs) I like your brand identity, Tara. I think you have a really, um, it's just like a really nice classic uh, branding. And uh, if any of you have questions or want want us to answer any questions on the podcast about branding or anything like that, we're happy to do so. Yes. Thank you, Jill. Thank you for your insight and um, let us know. Bye. Bye. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. We would love to answer any of your questions on future episodes of shorts. Bermuda shorts. Jean shorts. Short shorts. Boy shorts. Tennis shorts. Cargo shorts. Beaded shorts. Running shorts. Board shorts.